Thanks for tuning in to the Entertainment News Break on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's going on, everybody? Just wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our merch store, store store.letsgetreadynetwork.com. If you're looking for a gift for your fellow wrestling fan this holiday season, check out this badass-looking stainless water bottle, as well as plenty of other drinkware, including some mugs for you to enjoy your eggnog out of. We also have this very comfortable-looking unisex zip hoodie with the Blokes of Wrestling logo on there. Or if you're like me, and you go to a wrestling show and you get the really good tickets opposite the hard cam and you want to stick out on camera, check out this Blokes of Wrestling with the yellow, really awesome color there and the logo on it. Totally will spot you if you're wearing that at a show. Again, that's store.letsgetreadynetwork.com. A good place, resource for all your holiday gifts this season. Make sure to give us a subscribe and hit the thumbs up if you haven't already. Now on with the show. What is up? What is up, everybody? It's another week, another entertainment news break where we break down like uh, more of the recent news happening in movies, games, any kind of entertainment, to be honest with you, as long break as it's it. newsworthy. How you doing, Degan? I'm doing good, Justin. It's trying to slowly get into the Christmas spirit, uh, despite my hesitance to like the capitalism surrounding Christmas. I at least want to try to get the vibe of it. You know what I mean? But I'm oh, yeah, hoping man. that my... Yeah, hoping that my internet works a little bit better this week than it did last week. Seems like it's okay. I think there were some technical things going on with StreamYard last week. So I'm um, ho- hoping everything is goes smoothly here today. But how about yourself, man? How you doing? I'm hanging in there, and I hope everybody in the chat's having uh, starting to at least get a little bit in that uh, Christmas kind of feel because it's coming up here on us pretty quick. Uh, just a few weeks and it'll be Christmas time, although it's not as exciting for us old folks like it is like for the kids that are like five, ten years old. That is true. It's more of a kid's holiday, I would say. Kind of like, you know, a Halloween or something. That's why I like Halloween, man. It's for the adults. <laughs> the you adult kids. Yeah. <laughs> the adult kids, man. But let's get started. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys want to join the show here today, throw us a little uh, Christmas cheer, if you would. Uh, we'll always take your donation here on the air. Streamlabs.com slash LGR underscore network is the link there. Um, but if you want to call into the show, you can do that as well. 818-269-7691 is the number if you want to chime in live as we're going through these stories here. But we will start where we normally start, and that is, of course, with the box office. And this week, I think, to uh, to nobody's surprise, Black Panther once again coming in at number one. I think that there's not a lot to say here, Justin, just considering 
we're about a, a few days before Avatar, which is right now on track for a over $500 million opening weekend globally. I'm not sure if it's going to quite hit that, but it is definitely one that is bound to make a lot of money. But uh, yeah, Black Panther, of course, uh, still in that number one spot, but not a lot, $11.1 million, uh, followed by the number two spot again, Violent Night coming in with $8.7 million. And then you got very low numbers for the other three on the top five, but still Strange World, The Menu, which is still great to see on there, and then Devotion as well. So, um, yeah, not not a lot more can be said, I think, about this. At least from my end, not, not a lot of surprises there. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, is like a Violent Night, you can call like a horror in the menu. This has been a weird year where like horror has almost been, had one movie in the top five almost every week. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like almost for the entire year, there's been some kind crazy. of like horror movie uh, there. And I know like Violent Night's a little like a comedy mixture of horror and stuff like that about some people trying to rob some folks. And then Santa Claus shows up and he's like, you know, not not letting people steal anything and all that good stuff. But yeah, like you said, I mean, it's still like a really super week. It's probably going to jump up and have a bigger uh, week coming up whenever we have Avatar 2 come out. A lot, yeah. decent amount of good this things weekend. being said about that movie. And Black Panther's been out for a few weeks. So, I mean, it's still getting some money in there, yeah. but not the, the it's been out for about a month now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, not the big type of money that it got when it first came out and everything else. I mean, <laughs> to break into the top five, all you had to do this weekend was hit two million because devotion hit the two million mark. And yeah, just weaker numbers, weaker numbers. <laughs> That's that's a, the week that we're at. But then again, headed in for Avatar. I'm not going to like rush out and see this movie, even though like, critically it's it's gotten a lot of uh, praise and everything. But I definitely want to um, check it out at some point, I think, just like visually. Uh, that's you know, really the only reason for me to see it. I might wait. I'm going to be in New York in a couple weeks, so I might go see it on the IMAX or something while I'm there. It might be worth waiting and like a couple weeks from now, less people potentially in the theater for it. So. Um, yeah, are you, you have any plans to see Avatar, the blue people in, in more blue in the sea of blue, Justin? I might, uh, I might try to catch it in the theaters. It's definitely a movie that if you're going to watch, you want to see it in the theaters because that's part of the, you know, part, part of it, right? Like the first movie I didn't think was all that good, but it was like super cool to look at, you know what I'm saying? Agreed. And if you didn't watch it in the theaters, you wouldn't be able to like, uh, see the scale of it, you know. So yeah. like, don't get this the full experience. One. Yeah, I'll eventually go see it at the movie theaters, but I'm not going to be like some of these other people and be at a rush to see it like the first weekend or whatever. I'm gonna let that first weekend crowd definitely get out of there before I try to watch it. I'll probably watch it uh, sometime after Christmas, uh, like around the new Same. year or something yeah. like that, and uh, probably enjoy it. I mean, uh, I wasn't gonna watch it at all. Period. ESPN update. Exactly. That's what just happened. <laughs> If, do we, did Carlos Rodon sign with anybody yet? And what's the breaking news over there? Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> okay. no, nah, but the thing about it is, is like, uh, like I said, I didn't really like the first movie that much. It just looked really cool. So I was kind of glad I still watched the film, even though I didn't like the story a whole lot. But I've heard a lot of good things about the story in this one. So like I am, I guess, more interested in it than when uh, people has already been able to see screeners and stuff and actually talk about the yeah. movie a little bit non-spoiler wise. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that one, but um, I don't think much more to be said on the box office. We can move on to our next story, which is definitely a massive story. This happened over the last week and uh, we're moving over to our DC corner, which is a, a fiery ball of ruin and destruction 
this week as we got uh, breaking news from the Hollywood Reporter, which came out and said multiple projects in the DCEU have been canceled, including Wonder Woman 3. Uh, no plans to do another Shazam movie after this next one. No plans to do another Aquaman movie after this one. No plans for a Man of Steel 2, despite Henry Cavill coming back recently in the after credit scene of Black Adam, which I had not seen. Still, I uh, hear not so great things about. But, um, you know, the big shakeup with, with James Gunn and Peter Safran coming in and stepping in, sort of doing their own thing, uh, setting a new tone, building, having an, uh, like, coming up with a new 10-year plan. Part of that apparently includes sort of completely getting rid of the DCEU and shelving many of the projects that were in the works. There was a couple other ones that we hadn't even heard about, hadn't been announced or anything, that were also included in this report as being canceled. That includes a Batman Beyond movie starring Michael Keaton, which that one to me is the biggest bummer out of any of them, that we're not getting that movie. Uh, and that uh, the current DCEU, prior to this decision, was all going to build towards Crisis on Infinite Earths, which, if you read the comics, is multiverse, obviously, and it's it, like kind of Justice League in, in different versions of them going at it. So, um, yeah, this I, I, I still think we might get a Crisis on Infinite Earths, like a version of that at some point down the road, but at, at least what the one that they had currently planned is has been shelved. Uh, obviously, this was also followed up with some reports from James Gunn, who both James Gunn and... Patty Jenkins released statements uh, regarding their sort of what was reported on them specifically. James Gunn, uh, the, the rumor was that he was not a fan of Henry Cavill's Superman. Uh, he came out and said that that was not true, that they still have big plans for Superman and for Henry Cavill. So a bit of a mixed report there. Uh, he posted on so his social media saying that the, in regards to the Hollywood Reporter story, some of it's true, some of it's half true. Some of it's not true, and some of it we haven't decided on whether it's true or not. Uh, the quote here from James Gunn, he also acknowledged, quote, We know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. Also part of the report was <clears throat> that the Batman, the Matt Reeves Batman, I think which is currently planned for a trilogy, is not going to be canceled that's still moving forward uh as as the success of the first bet the the first one of that series came out earlier this year and i think a lot of people really liked that and it made a lot of money so a uh, lot lot to sort of talk about there justin uh i will get your thoughts on that and then we'll talk about wonder woman specifically as well as sort of the second part of this because that that's a whole big deal in it of itself but what do you think overall of the whole dc I mean, sort of closing shop here Obviously, you got like a, a new regime coming in. So like Gunn and his partner in crime is going to be like, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. That that would have been any this is all this stuff that's happening right now is what would have happened if anybody else would have took over. This isn't anything special. This isn't because it's James Gunn specifically or anything like that. This was going to happen no matter what. If you're going to take control of something and be like the leader of it, you're going to take all the ideas that wasn't there before you got in, uh, in place and you're going to scratch them. That's just all it was. So like if you're someone out there and thought, oh, wait, all this other stuff they've been doing and working on is going to keep going. Well, you was kind of like deceiving yourself because that's not what's going yeah. to happen when you have new leaders, new people taking over stuff like that's what they're going to do. They're going to uh, scratch all those projects and stuff because they, they didn't have yeah. a part in, in, in the game plan. Right. And that's what I think they're trying to do is put a game plan together. 
it's like I said, I'm still in wait to see mode with all this DCEU stuff because of the simple fact that, like I've said a couple of times on the show already, James Gunn, although he may do a great job and he does have a partner, I keep forgetting the guy's name, but he does have a partner Peter with Saffron. him. Right, right. So Saffron's with him. So like maybe that guy's have been making a decent amount of decisions. So it's obviously not just James Gunn, but to put all the eggs in one basket of James Gunn, right, and think he's going to like save everything. I don't believe that's going to necessarily happen uh, automatically. I think it's yeah. going to be something that's going to take time and we're going to have to wait and see. Like he may do a bang up job. DCU and the, in the DC yes. universe is going to yeah. be able to like maybe do something here, especially if they have a good game plan. I mean, cause like if you look at the Marvel cinematic universe, although it's still kicking and still going pretty strong, there has been some weak points uh, that's been showed. There's been some yeah. misses. <laughs> like they, they they didn't have any misses almost from the start. You know what I'm saying? Except for like maybe one movie, maybe two movies out of like a whole slate of like 20 films they put together. But now it's like every other thing is like hit or miss. Does everybody love this? And people don't love everything that's coming out like they did before Infinity War and Endgame. So it's one of those yeah. things to where there's a chink, there's a dent in the armor over there in Marvel can DC come in and take advantage of that? And they possibly can, but like I said, it's a wait and see kind of situation because you just don't know what they're going to do, what their game plan is, who right. they're going to have for specific, specific things, you know, and to do uh, specific things. I also think this was like on pretty good timing. And this is, may have been something that W uh, B was actually looking at whenever this whole thing was going mm -hmm. down. Because they've had big shakeups overall in their company as well. Right. Well, the Ezra Miller thing, Right, that like too. so, everybody yeah. was wondering what was going to happen with that. Like, uh, well, the flash is still going to come out, it's coming out in right. June, but right. But this is one of those things they could say, Well, this was already done, so we're just going to release it because it was already a finished project yeah. before we started. Same with like thing. Aquaman and Shazam, yeah. But Blue, that's the Blue thing, Beetle, I don't the think one. this yeah. flash movie is going to be part of this so called like new DCEU universe. I just think it's a movie that was already done, they're going to put it out there. But now you don't have to worry about Ezra Miller no more. You can actually just cut ties. Or there was also some rumored reshoots in that movie. So I wonder if in that the end of that movie is going to involve like completely wiping out the, the DC universe as we know it or some something along those lines. I think maybe I'm getting my hopes up a little bit too much because like this kind of reminds me of what happened with the X-Men when they were with Fox before Disney acquired them. Big change made there, obviously, right? But then you still had like X-Men Apocalypse and or uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix and the new yeah, Mutants. Yeah, we still get this Flash movie. Yeah, Mutants, uh, Flash is on track for a June release. But, uh, yeah, it, it definitely is, is like, kind of reminds me of that a little bit, where it's like, you know, we, 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 we had all these projects that were just kind of there that they just, oh, I'll just release these. New Mutants eventually just dumped on a streaming. <clears throat> this Blue Beetle is supposed to come out in August. That kind of feels like the New Mutants of this whole DC well, I mean, thing, and we got a comment from uh, Shugan in chat. I was just thinking of that, Justin, but this must tell you how bad Batgirl was. I don't know because, Maybe, like Dagan just know. said, yeah. like Dagan just said, there's possibility of some reshoots and something they could yeah, be creative with. That, that I don't understand, though. It's like, why why did they cancel that when the movie was almost done? Like, Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm saying away. here, though, is like with this movie, unlike, say, a Batgirl movie, with this movie, because it involves The Flash – like you were just talking about, there may be some reshoots for that movie or whatever, where you go and kind of change the ending of the story. And like, you could easily have the flash do something crazy that messes up whatever, like time paradox or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Like he does, he goes and does his thing and now things are changed. And now we're at the very beginning of a new 
DCEU universe because that movie kind of sets it up at because at the ending of the movie they could change. But like we'll see. Yeah, Batgirl's done. They actually let some people actually watch the movie. But yeah, that's pretty yeah. scary how bad that movie possibly is. Cause I don't I didn't hear anybody that went and saw a we'll screen. We'll never know. We will never well, yeah, know. I don't I don't uh I didn't see anybody that went and saw a screen and come out and talk about oh man, this movie was good. Like that's that's no, that's no. pretty telling. They didn't. Right. They didn't say anything though. They probably had an NDA. They couldn't like. Ah, oh, they on. could have because then might, they, they said that, they the movie got like locked in a vault or something after that, or yeah. potentially even destroyed. There was like. But that even proves how bad the destroyed. movie possibly was. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the movie was they so might bad have they just didn't burned want the footage. Talk about it. Yeah. Not even or that, but they didn't want nobody coming out that seen it to come talk about it because they knew they were going to trash it. So like they were just yeah. like, "Yo, we're going to let you guys see it. You're going to be the only ones to see this movie, but uh, afterwards you can't say nothing about it." Because literally, yeah. I didn't hear any word about anybody. Saying I heard nothing. I heard nothing good or bad. I just heard that people saw it. But yeah, um, the other part of the story, obviously, Wonder Woman three. They're not moving forward with a lot of these projects. That includes Wonder Woman three. But this one specifically, there was some rumors and some speculation that maybe Patty Jenkins had a, had a big role in it being canceled. Uh, obviously, Wonder Woman two was not very good, not very well received had some issues like being released, but also being on HBO max at the same time. So I think that hurt the the numbers on it, but the movie itself, I, I, I personally did not like it. I thought it was really, really bad. And there was uh, reports that maybe she had turned in a script that was not in line with whatever creative decision these guys had. And they sort of turned her away. Uh, there were other pe people saying that she was the cause of Wonder Woman 3 being released or, or not being released, obviously. So she issues a statement earlier today on Twitter, on her Twitter, at Patty Jenks. Uh, and it goes on for a while. A lot of it is her, like, thanking people, the fans and Gal Gadot and everything. So I'm just going to read the part when it comes to the, the internet rumors and also rumors involving the Rogue Squadron project that she was attached to for a while that also got canceled by Lucasfilm. So she says... She starts it off by saying, sigh, dot, dot, dot. I'm not one to talk about private career matters, but I will not allow inaccuracies to continue. Here are the facts. I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive development process when it became clear that it couldn't happen soon enough, and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to RS, I'm trying to think what R, oh, Rogue Squadrons, after Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I'm still on it, and that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it will happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead. That's interesting. Uh, she continues here. When there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. This is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make. So I understand these decisions are difficult right now. <clears throat> and then she goes on before putting everybody over saying, I do not want to, I do not want what has been a beautiful journey with Wonder Woman to land on a negative note. I've loved and been so honored to be the person who got to make these last two films. She's an incredible character living in and around her values makes one a better person every day. I wish her and her legacy and amazing future ahead with or without me. So interesting sort of thoughts on the rogue squadron situation, 
on the Wonder Woman 3 situation and so, sort of trying to clear the air uh, on what had been previously reported uh, leading up to this. But yeah, this was definitely a big deal that sort of followed up on stuff that was reported earlier this week. But uh, what are your thoughts on this, Justin? Well, she's either, there's only a couple of options here. So she's either completely lying and just trying to sugarcoat everything and, and maybe just make it sound a little better uh, or, or whatnot. So she's either completely lying on the statement, right? Like, like just knowing it and putting it out there, just lying, right? Or I'm not saying she is. I'm just saying that's either one thing or Kathleen Kennedy. This is one of the things that I do agree with some people when it comes to like being in charge of Lucasfilm. Like, I don't think she's any problem with helping produce movies and everything. She's one of the greatest producers of all times. Has worked on a bunch of like successful films and everything else throughout her career. So I've never thought it was her problem with doing the production and maybe even being like an informal leader. You know what I'm saying? Like a, making sure the projects stay on point and all that good stuff and letting Lucasfilm kind of like, OK, we're thinking about doing this movie, whatever. And then her kind of being there saying like, OK, sounds fine. Let's start getting the project together. I pushed back when people complained about Kathleen Kennedy on that aspect. She's proven way before Star Wars that she's a great producer. Okay. That's it. Fine. You can't take that away from her. She's one of the top like money-making producers of all time and everything else. So the, with that being said, Kathleen Kennedy is really, really, really bad when it comes to PR. Yes, because <laughs> if, if if she's not lying, if she's telling the truth here about Rogue Squadron, Kathleen Kennedy should have done came out and said, look, man, we were trying to get it done before a certain time because she wanted to finish up her Wonder Woman series. And because this movie was probably going to run into that, we're taking a break on this project. We're still in development on it. She's right. still attached to the project. But she wants to do finish the Wonder Woman thing before looking this. at a 2025. Exactly. Release. Exactly. Right. That kind of thing. Right. So like Kathleen Kennedy should have done came out. She should have done told everybody in the Star Wars universe that this is why Rogue Squadron's not on the docket right now. That's why we kind of pulled it. It's not technically pulled. It's still being worked on. But we have to wait because she wants to finish Wonder Woman three. And we understand that because she's got multiple projects going on and everything else talking about Patty Jenkins. Like that would have been cool. Everybody, there wouldn't have been none of this hoopla. That would have been like people being like, all right, cool. Like we get it. We understand it. She started doing Wonder Woman stuff before the Star Wars stuff. So she wants to finish that first. That's fine. Right. Like nobody would have had an issue. Kathleen Kennedy would have looked okay and everything else. So that's why I'm saying she's either straight up lying or Kathleen Kennedy's proven again that she's terrible when it comes to PR. But I'm going to say this right now, the, the rumor about Patty Jenkins, like, no, the, the director's never going to really end a project. They don't have a choice. The people right. like WB it's, is going to say, well, we're still going to do Wonder Woman 3, but we're not going to let you direct it, yeah. like that kind of thing. But the studio actually pulls the plug and cancels the project. She's not going to be able to do that. But with that being said, she kind of pulled the plug and ended the project with the crappy movie of Wonder Woman 84. Now, listen, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking around a little bit when I say crappy. I just didn't like the movie. I'm like you, Dagan. Everything no man, else. it was. I'm not, not going to sit here and yuck on. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here though was, and yuck on someone. <laughs> I'm not going to yuck on someone's yum. Some people out there may actually like that movie, and it's fine for you to like a movie. We can disagree with with how we either dislike or like a movie or whatever. So I'm not going to sit here and use the rhetoric that people use all the time on the internet and say like, "Oh, I hate the film." Listen, I didn't film, enjoy the film. Twitter. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah, out of here. I didn't. Film, I, didn't I didn't enjoy the film. 
but that means other people may have, but we saw the like impact of it. It was mostly negative on that movie. She kind of killed the project by not making a great movie on the second one. Like if she would have made a super great Wonder Woman 84 would have been super just killer, knocked it out of the park. I'm even sure that James Gunn wouldn't have stopped at Wonder Woman 3 because if you look at Wonder Woman 1 and Wonder Woman 2, I don't think it would have, uh, you know, it, I don't think it would have, the stories in those movies wouldn't have really affected anything they kind of wanted to do in the universe. You know what right, I'm saying? It's, it's they were a singular, singular right. kind of one-off type of story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with, with pretty much everything you, you were saying there. Uh, I, 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 the interesting part of this story is her not like officially declaring Rogue Squadron's dead, which is like kind of funny. Like, hey, she's almost saying like, hey, Kathleen Kennedy, if you want, if you wanted me to do that Rogue Squadron's thing, I'll still do it. You know, I'll do it, do it kind of your way and I'll do what's asked of me. So I, I think there's like about a, uh, 0.18% chance that we ever see a Rogue Squadron's movie, but I'll throw that out there, guys. Uh, do you think that Rogue Squadrons will ever see the light of day in some form or another? Could it even be like a Disney Plus series? Justin, I'll throw that one over to you, man. What do you think? Like you talk, which one? Tell me like Rogue Squadron? Yeah, do you think we'll ever see a I Rogue mean, they Squadron? could technically do that. They have a set of books out there called the Alphabet Squadron and stuff like that, actually, like already out there. So they could even do a show about something like that. I think it would be cool. And I could understand the studio wanting to put something out there with fighter pilots kind of in there because look what Top Gun Maverick was able to do. Why not have a movie that's kind of like in that style in the Star Wars universe? Would be really fun and really cool, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. So, I mean, I could see them doing something like that, but I'm not going to sit here and say that it was uh, 100%. Yeah, I probably agree with you on that one. But uh, I, I think we should move on to our, our last sort of DC kind of news of the day. That's not so much news. It's more of just like kind of a first look, uh, which is kind of kind of cool to see. Uh, we we got our first look at the Joker 2 today, uh, or not today, uh, earlier this week. This was, uh, this was posted on December 10th, so this was uh, this past weekend. But uh, Todd Phillips posted on his Instagram uh, a picture with the caption, Day 1. Our boy, hashtag Joker. Very simple caption there. Uh, and this very sort of eerie kind of photo of Joaquin Phoenix getting a shave. Uh, I guess this is probably in Arkham, probably near the start of the movie. If you if you saw the first Joker, um, you, you know that he ends up there at the end of the movie. So what in the heck is this movie going to even be? This is a movie I didn't think ever really needed a sequel. You know, it's very, very good, like kind of on its own, talking about singular, standing on its own sort of stories. But, you know, I, I, I can't remember who I was talking with about this, but like we were joking, uh, no pun intended, that uh, that maybe this is this is uh, Todd Phillips trolling everybody because he's talking about this movie being like a musical and you got like Lady Gaga there and everything. Like, is this just going to be, is he going to like intentionally make one of the worst movies of all time? Because he's like, it's not a movie that ever needed a sequel, but the first one made so much goddamn money that the studio was like, well, we, we could use a sequel to that Joker movie. So he kind of, here he comes and just makes this absolute farce of a project. Uh, it's just kind of a, a funny little way to speculate about it. But uh, what do you think about this picture of Joaquin Phoenix getting his face shaven by a guard at Arkham Asylum, Mr. Hambone? It, 
for one, it looks like he's got some kind of disease if you look at his arms and everything else. So, like, hopefully that's just makeup. Hopefully our boy is actually healthy. Nothing's going on here. I mean, that looks kind of nasty, to be honest with you, man. My man needs to put back on his shirt. But with that being said, like, I mean, it's just a simple little fun photo that somebody could have, like, that straight up 100% just – you know, it, it's not a big deal. It's just like, okay, cool. We're starting the project. So now, you know, the project's actually happening. There, there's no going back from this. You know, they're putting out the pictures and stuff like that. They even put out this little silhouette thing that, cause I, I I'm, I'm hearing that this movie is going to be closely like almost like a musical. Uh, yeah. Perfectly honest with you. So what? Yeah. So that's <laughs> pretty, pretty like, I, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know what to think about this movie, to be totally honest with you. I don't either. I, I, I need to see something like a trailer or something first before I make any kind of uh, any kind of judgment. Because, like, I don't Who knows what in the hell is going on there? But, yeah, I, I'm interested to see Joker 2 start production. So look for that. I think uh, 2024, early 24 is the release date on it. Which seems like a way, yeah, ways away. October 9th, 2024, and they're just starting filming now. So you think it would be maybe maybe more like early 24. Maybe that's one of these that gets bumped up a little bit at some point. We but, did. Uh, While that was going on, we did uh, get a Streamlabs uh, from Suge Knight. I need Justin's thoughts up, on cocaine. I need Justin's thoughts on cocaine bear. Great show, Dagan and Justin. I appreciate Ooh, it. Funny but, you ask, Suge, because uh, we, we got, got a cocaine a, bear trailer reaction dropping uh, tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, it's right actually going to drop channel, tomorrow. So. We got the uh, cocaine bear trailer reaction. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably love it. I mean, just because it's crazy. I mean, and it's, and it's like it, it, the movie knows what it is, kind of thing. Like, yes. It, and so hope, that's why I'm so. gonna probably like really super enjoy it because it's, it's just gonna be goofy, uh, straight up, 100, like uh, crazy fun. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Uh, straight up 100%. Like, uh, yeah, just watch the reaction. It comes out. We have it tomorrow. I think it's coming out like, uh, 3 PM, uh, 3 PM Pacific. Yep. Yeah. Pacific time. Yep. There you go. Keep an eye out for that tomorrow, but, uh, we'll move on to our next item here. And that is in our MCU corner. So we'll go from one corner to the other here. And that is this quote here. From Deadpool 3 director Sean Levy, uh, who was talking with Collider's Steve Weintraub. Name sounds very familiar. Uh, talking about uh, their writing of Deadpool 3. Uh, he says, it is such a blast to laugh every day. It is so delicious to hear and write. He uses the word delicious. So delicious to hear and write and come up with these scenes where people are just talking foul. And the violence is in your face and hardcore. And it's very much a Deadpool movie. And it has Logan in it. And it has Wolverine in it. It's too fun. I'm having so much fun. And I haven't even hit the shooting floor yet. I have to say, developing a Deadpool movie is one of the most fun, creative experiences of my life. Because it's not just that it's rated R. It's that it's so filled with self-awareness. And that makes the in-writing very, very fun in a way that's unique to that franchise. Justin, I got to say, this gives me so much hope that we are going to get... An amazing, amazing Deadpool, Logan crossover kind of movie here. I cannot wait to, uh, for this to, to begin production and to be released. I think this is another 2024, because uh, if they're just writing it now, that would, that would make sense. I don't think they've said the release date yet. They've just announced that it's Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, so I am so hyped for this, and even more so hyped to hear 
the, the uh, that they've confirmed that it's going to have a lot of swearing and a lot of violence. So that is what I expect out of my Deadpool movies. But uh, what about you, Justin? I mean, it's Deadpool. Knock it out of the park two times as long as uh, <clears throat> as as long as some of the same people's been working on the first two is going to be involved in this one, which they even had like a different writer or something for the, uh, the second one. But it still uh, was really super great, really super fun. Deadpool's just that kind of character uh, that it's going to be one of those ones that's going to, it's just fun, dude. Like you're going to have crazy, it's going to be a bunch of stuff all over the place. You're going to have the Wolverine and everything, you know, mixed in with all this stuff. It's just played it, by Hugh Jackman. That's the biggest oh. thing, like, uh, with these movies is just they are fun like and i'm talking about truly just knock it out of the park fun like yes uh you talk about the popcorn style movies this is one of them you know sometimes you have that with action films and stuff where you just turn your brain off and watch the action this is one where you it actually is like super intelligent so you can't just turn your brain off but it's still just one of those like let's be goofy we know what we are it's deadpool there's going to be jokes all the time and it's going to be dirty and raunchy and stuff but sometimes you know what i'm saying Sometimes it's a little good to be dirty or raunchy. Like we got this local establishment where I live at, you know what I'm saying? Like you normally don't go out there, but every now and then you feel like getting a little dirty, you know what I'm saying? So you like <laughs> oh, wow. go out there and, and get into it and just kind of uh, uh, wade around in the filth, you know what I'm talking about? So like, you know, that is what it is. What, this is what happens when your girlfriend enters the chat. You uh, you go off on these, these weird, weird uh, rambles, Justin. But you know, I would come to expect it out of you, so... Um, it is what it is, man. Never change, like man. I said, never change. <laughs> like I said, sometimes it's good to get filthy, and I'm glad that they let Deadpool do that and everything else. So, like, be straight up honest with you. That's the one thing you can have super fun because you know, you know what? Like, I get tired of eating the American pie. You could say like the boring. Like, I mean, a lot of people like a, a pie, like apple pie, right? Like, a lot of people like that. Like, apple pie, it's not, not apple pie. Mm. It's great. But it's kind of it's kind of boring when it comes to like desserts. It's like everybody eats, you know, or has ate apple or pie. Or if you want to eat apple pie every night for desserts, six nights in a row, it gets kind of like okay, it's apple pie again, you know? Right. So sometimes, man, you gotta get a little crazy, man. Throw another ingredient in there, and that's yeah. what Deadpool is. Deadpool can be that fun escape away from the normal Marvel universe. So I am glad they're opening the door there. Let's see. Because I, I am kind of skeptical about how far. Yeah, there's going to probably be bad language, like you said. Maybe it's still going to be technically rated R. But, like, are they going to let Deadpool be Deadpool like it has the first two films? They're going to let they it go are. that far? I hopefully think they, they do. Yes. I, hopefully they do. But, like, it is still Disney. So, y'all, you, you got to kind of, like, chill, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and wonder if that's actually going to be the case. I get that. I get that. But I do think that they've shown that they can let directors do their thing. And this is something that's proven... Hey, look, Justin, what do they care about more than anything? It's money, right? So why Brokewood isn't fixed? The first two Deadpool movies made a fuckload of money. I think you should just let them make a lot of money for you, Disney, if I were you. So, um, yes, I have, I have, I have uh, high hopes, but I get why you'd want to temper it maybe just a little bit for this movie. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Nonetheless, I'm looking forward to seeing Hugh Jackman come back as Wolverine and be in a movie with, with Deadpool. I wish with they Ryan could get Reynolds a cool again. deal. I wish they could get a longer deal with Hugh Jackman to maybe even do like maybe he only comes yes, in. Yeah, Secret like Wars. Coming in here, maybe he oh, only comes yeah. in for like five minutes. But it would be cool if they let him come in for like five minutes in this film to set up the fact that him them two because like I know one time in the comics 
there was a fight between Deadpool and Wolverine, which was amazing because if you look at their abilities and stuff, like being able to, they both can heal super fast and everything else. So it gets pretty crazy. Like it would be kind of cool for the fourth Deadpool movie to actually be Deadpool versus Wolverine. Like, and they just have a, a you know, balls to the wall, like just out there cutting each other in half, all kinds of bull crap. And they keep like, no, man, I think, back and, I think we're getting that in this movie. I think they're going to go balls to the I wall mean, you and think actually but you slice think, and dice each other into all sorts of nasty ways. So you think Wolverine's going to be in this substantially and not like a five to 10 minute cameo style I, part? I think so too. Does like some. I could see it going either way. I could see them like as a joke, only having in, him in there for a few minutes and then they're being like, what, that's it. Like, what are you expecting him to be in this whole movie? You know, because he always breaks the fourth wall, but I could also see him it, this being like a buddy, buddy cop thing where they, they meet up, they fight, they tear each other to pieces and then they team up and they, they have a buddy cop kind of movie. So um, yeah, man, I, I, I do. I think that he's going to be in it more than because they're hyping it up so much. It'd be crazy if they hyped it up just for him to be in it for a few minutes. But again, maybe that's to them their way of trolling us potentially. But uh, I think we can uh, we can move on to the next topic here. And uh, uh, man, you talk about heels of 2022, right? I think the biggest heel of them all, Justin, it's not MJF, not Roman Reigns, but it's Elon Musk. Elon Musk, the biggest heel of 2022. And it's kind of like one of those things in wrestling where it's it's the the heel that thinks he's a babyface. All this heinous shit that he's, all this fucked up shit that he's doing. He, he thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's getting booed out of the building. And he's like, why are they booing me? I'm a good guy. That's Elon Musk. It's even worse because, it, again, it's the, the babyface that thinks he's, or the heel that thinks he's a babyface, right? Dave Chappelle uh, brings out Elon Musk onto the stage at a, at a show recently, a couple nights ago. And this was all people were talking about. Uh, he comes out, he gets booed. Uh, it, if you watch the clip, it's not like everybody booing, but it's a substantial number of boos. Uh, Elon then is freaked out. Uh, Dave Chappelle's telling people to stop booing. They just boo louder. Uh, there's a couple funny jokes in there where he's talking about, oh, it must be people you fired in the crowd tonight. Uh, some other stuff there, but really, I don't know if this is the reaction that that they thought they were going to get here. Uh, and it's just kind of kind of crazy to look at with everything going on with Elon Musk. You think Dave Chappelle would have maybe read the room a little bit, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe this was just a stunt that like they did it on purpose for that particular reason. But then Elon Musk going on Twitter and being like, actually, it was ninety percent cheers and ten percent booze, and you just read the booze because they're really loud, but it was a small number of people. Man, I all I know is I've been to enough wrestling shows where if I was at this Dave Chappelle show, I would also be booing my face off. But what do you think about this one, Justin? I mean, for when you got group mentality, so a decent amount of people start booing and then some people just join in because they think they're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to be like, it's gonna pro- I'm going to probably have like kind of a hot topic here. Elon Musk, I don't give a crap, dude. I don't, I don't care that he bought Fair. Twitter. I don't care about his <laughs> stupid political statements, right? Like people are hating this guy literally just for because of political reasons in most cases or whatnot. And I don't choose to hate people because of their political stances. Like I, I can disagree with them, but they're a human being. They have a right to their own thoughts and stuff like that. Whether they be stupid or moronic, it doesn't matter. Like that's not me. It is, doesn't affect is, me. 
Is they Elon have, Musk a human being though, or is he an android from well, the I mean, far that might be to be seen. I mean, the dude's got more money than anybody deserves, to be honest with you. And that's one of the things maybe some people hate him for is because he's super rich. We're in a recession. So if you're struggling to put food on your table or whatever, maybe you just automatically hate rich people right now. Like I mean, I'm not a huge fan of billionaires to, to begin with. But so wait, I mean that's how it goes, right? So like you have yeah. these people that are super rich. You're struggling to put food on your table. So probably dislike them anyway. So he's probably going to get booze in some cases because he's just super rich. But my biggest thing with this is, is a lot of this is coming around by Twitter. And this is my problem with the whole Twitter thing, right? Is that before Elon Musk ever announced that he was going to buy Twitter, all kinds of people, oh, Twitter sucks. It's toxic. Oh, People taking breaks from Twitter because they can't take it no more. You know, all these bad things being said, like about Twitter and how awful it is and everything else. Right. Like if you feel that way, then you should be like, well, crap. You know what I'm saying? Well, get I hope off somebody it. Burnt. Then don't I hope use somebody, it. Well, yeah, but I, but basically as, as someone who feels that way, you should be hoping somebody burns it down. You should hope someone buys it and basically takes yes. it so it's not there anymore. Right. Because you didn't like it. Yeah, but Justin, you remember when, the, when, people, the, when people declared the that Twitter was dead there for like a night? They're like, it's dead. It's burning. It's dead. It's over. But now it survived. Those Sorry. same people, those same people like that hated Twitter before he even announced he's going to buy it. He buys it. And now they band together in hatred because he's so-called maybe like messing Twitter up or are or, or going to end Twitter or Twitter's going to fall apart because of him. So like. Which one is it, guys? Do you hate Twitter? Well, Brandy's saying like it's because he's an asshole. And well, I, I, I mean, tend to agree with that. Look, he is kind of a I dick. don't look here goes. And the he's thing. a billionaire and he's I got don't a bit know of an attitude. Personally. And I he's, don't sit he's across clueless. the table. He's clueless socially as well. The there's, def there's definitely some autism going on there as well. Listen, the I'm just telling like, you this. Off. I don't sit across the table from this man. I don't get to break bread with this dude. I don't get to talk to him personally. Is he a man or is he a machine? I don't come out and call people assholes just because they say stupid stuff or whatever, because I don't know him personally, right? I mean, some of this stuff could be just him trolling or him just saying crap, knowing that people wouldn't like it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He might Don't go work. home and laugh with his friends, right? Like his close personal friends. He may go home and be laughing about it. Like, bro, you see what I got started on Twitter Don't work, today? Justin. Oh, that's He's hilarious. working us. But the thing is, when it all comes down to it, like people have the right to have their own thoughts. Unless he goes and does something that is true, way above Contr and beyond, contrary like, to what the internet might crazy. say, you are allowed to have your own opinion. Yes, yes. and like unless he goes and then like a, a blatant racist or you know whatever you know. But like I said, I don't follow the dude. Like I don't. Uh, he's got so many followers because and half of them hate him. Why are you following him if you hate well, yeah, him? Like, but, what's but the people, point? But he also gets really butthurt when anybody criticizes him, and he just like goes off on Dagan, like, Dagan, come, on. come on bro we almost all do right even if you can control like yourself and not go off on somebody that get that that makes fun of you or something like that or calls you out for something you still get butthurt about it maybe you're able to control it and not say it on twitter or something yeah right? don't like, go you post just keep it to yourself shit talk on but twitter we all get but, butthurt, the guy, man. but the guy's like it got like billion dollar companies like what is he doing arguing with people on twitter like doesn't he have anything better to do Nah, man, when you, you got know? that much money, think about it. You don't have to do nothing. Like, he always has his free yeah. time. He's got people making his food, people probably even dressing he, his ass. He could, like, solving, he, to, like, he could be solving world hunger, Elon Musk. Do you, you realize instead of... Bro, that ain't never going to happen because you're going to spend money on a bunch of crap and then somebody is going to either abuse what you did or do something differently. There's always going to be 
people that have and people that have not to a certain point. Like you're never going to be able to fix that. You're not ever. That's never going to be done. I don't care how much money you got. You're never going to be able to do world hunger. You're never going to be able to like have some kind of masterful game plan that like makes world hunger go away. Because if it did, like how come five or six of the seven of the nations of this world don't get together and just do it? Right. They don't have to have Elon Musk. They can do it themselves if we're such great countries. Right. Us and England and, you know, name three or four other big time countries that have money. We could all just put our money together and end world hunger. Why? Why are we throwing thousands and billions of dollars away for like aid for people? Right. That that need aid, that need food. If we could, as a country, just destroy world world hunger with some money. Literally, we could just print money and fix it. But we're not because you can't do it. No, because it's more. We need to spend more money on weapons and war and killing each other. It's way more important. I think that's. I do want to stress. All our tax dollars should go. Yeah, I do want to stress out a little bit that it may seem like I was defending the dude a little bit, and I kind of was to a certain point. But at the same no, time, no, boo this man, boo Look, this man, Justin. Boo. Bro, he's an idiot. He's a clear idiot. But like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. There's a bunch of idiots in the world. They just don't have billions of dollars, man. Like. So you're just going to go around to your local grocery store and see some idiot and start yelling at them and stuff like, yes. who cares? Yes, like, it is what it, it is, man. The world, the world's crazy, man. The world's crazy. The world, that's that's certainly true. The world is a very crazy place. But speaking of people getting angry on about things on the Internet, uh, we also had this this uh, little statement here from. The director of everything, everywhere, all at once, which is in my top 10 of 2022. I need to watch that because I think it's on Amazon now. It's a great, great Like Showtime Amazon or something like that. Yeah, you can actually watch it. But uh, he's talking about, you know, we we, we mentioned uh, in my sort of rant last week, this whole film Twitter thing and how stupid it is and how dumb people look uh, calling movies elevated horror and all this ridiculous shit but part of this was also people burying others on the internet for not having the same top 10 as the as they did you know for 2022 and part of that is like you know a lot of people have everything all everywhere all at once in their top 10 but maybe some people don't maybe some people didn't get to see it or maybe it's a movie that's not for them um but the thing to not do at least this is what i wouldn't do is yell and scream at each other and send death threats and tell somebody to go fuck themselves because they didn't have a movie on their on their list, you know? And uh, Daniel Kwan, the director of Everything All at Once, I think they kind of on the same, uh, same idea here. He's on Twitter and he was saying that uh, if anyone spots a fan who gets too excited and crosses a line, feel free to send them this tweet. Hi, I'm Dan Kwan, one of the directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once. I appreciate your love of the film, but maybe next time you can try to cool it on the aggression. This place is filled with shitty discourse. Don't add to it. What would Waymond do? Don't feel bad. It's tough to keep your cool here. So there you go. Advice from the director himself. If you're getting all pissed off and butthurt at somebody because they didn't have this movie in their top ten, Read what the actual director of the film has to say about your potential approach to the situation. So they ain't going to read that because they barely can type with the right uh, in in, in correct (laughs) English most of the time. Like for real, like no, no movie on list. You bad. It's like beating your head up against a wall, Dagan, like uh, these kind of things right here, because I've said this plenty of times. People are too much into this aspect of, 
when they see a movie, right? I, I go, I, I get put, get on Twitter and stuff like that. People go watch a movie for the first time. They come out of the theater. Oh, my theater reaction. And it's going to be, this is the crappiest movie I've ever seen. Or this is the best movie I've ever seen. Bro, sometimes movies are a six. Sometimes right. movies are a seven out of ten. What? They're not Wait. the greatest thing Wait. you've ever seen. Time out, Justin. They're not are you the saying, worst thing you've ever seen. Are you saying that a movie does not have to be the greatest film of all time or the worst film of all time? It can be just good or okay? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm Bro, shocked. why can't people get this in their head? And and why are and listen, I can almost forgive, say, a director of a movie that loved his team, that loved his movie, and someone calls it trash. He sees it and he has a slip of, you know, uh, uh, you know, just it, his brain just doesn't work for a second, right? Because he gets a little mad and he tweets back, like, you know what? Screw you, dude. Like we worked hard on this film. You know what I'm saying? It kind of goes back at him. Why are you on the internet calling people idiots about a movie that you never even played a part in? You wasn't the key grip, the toe grip, the hoe grip. You wasn't nothing grip. You didn't have nothing to do with this thing. You didn't even nail a nail into a board that's part of the set of this movie. You didn't plug so in why a light. Are you, why are you defending it like it's you your baby? Get a, get a cup of like, coffee what are you for, doing? for an assistant, like, production assistant. Yeah, bro. Like you wasn't the director. You didn't make the movie. So what is that? Why are you out there like jumping on folks? Look, man, Fucking as a person that likes, man. that loves actually some B-horror movies that some of you have never even seen. And some of them I would be embarrassed to tell. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes down to it. But I had a fun interaction with a movie and I enjoyed it. As a person that does did you, that, did you say I know. B horror? Did you say yes. B horror film, Justin? Yes. Person that like loves those type of movies, I understand, Dagan, that other people aren't like me. Other people what? don't B movie horror film. Don't say. Some people would never ever put on their TV. Zombie ass toll it of the dead like I have before. Okay, some I know people, it. I get it. Not everybody watched that. Can't not everybody watched it. Like you, I can't understand. Some people, some people I'm not gonna go like assholes because they don't do it. <laughs> like I just don't understand or get it. It's stupid. They people are dumb, man. Like both sides. Either if you're rooting for something too hard or rooting against something too hard. Rooting Think about for it to this. fail. Right. Yes. Think about this. What if you think that movie's super great? Everyone's top 10, top five in some cases. At the beginning of the year, people say, oh, this is the best movie of the year so far or whatever. Maybe it's come down a couple of notches, but still up there as one of the best films of the year in a lot of cases. So you're one of those people that is a fan of the movie. Shouldn't your ultimate goal is to have more and more people enjoy this thing that you think is great and should be enjoyed? But if I go on there and I haven't seen the movie yet, right? So, like, say I wouldn't have it on my top 10 just because I haven't seen it. I'm not going to grade a movie that I haven't seen yet. I'm not just going to put a movie in my top 10 and whatnot just to put it in there because I think other people are right. But let's say I did my top 10, right? I haven't even watched the movie yet. And you call me a douchebag because I don't have it in the top 10. You know what I am going to do? I'm on purpose at that point not going to watch the movie. Because now it's going to be a point of to me to not watch the movie because somebody because screamed you at you. Yeah, like get out of here, bro. Screamed at you to watch it. How yeah, dare yeah, you not watch here. this fucking movie, 
bro. This, like, yeah, it's just stupid. It's dumb. Watch, it's watch monotonous. What you watch. It happens all the time. It's like yeah. watching a replay every time a movie comes out. Black Panther comes out. Some guy's like, man, it's like the greatest movie of all time. And the next guy on the comment section is like, man, you a dumbass. This is the worst film I've seen in 20 years. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. There's a lot of bad movies out there, bro. That's way worse than Black Panther will ever be. It's just like with The Last Jedi yeah. back in the day. People called it trash or this ruined is the worst Star film of all Wars. time. Yeah, it ruined, ruined everything. my childhood. The yeah, Last dude. Jedi ruined the, everything. The Last Jedi yeah. as a film sprouted legs, gained AI, went learned how to make a time machine, made the time machine, got in it, went back to your past and those moments that you had as a kid watching the original Star Wars and burned the tapes. And not only that, they had that little men in black thing where they could hit the button and erase your memory. So now yes. you don't even remember ever even watching the film before. That's what no, they, the, the, that they movie came did. came into the living room as I was a nine-year-old and they blew up the television and they, they uh, you took a baseball bat and they knocked me over the head. And uh, that, that the people that, that made the I shit did, did that. Yeah. To me. I have Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson did that to me when I was a nine-year-old and I'll never yeah. forgive him. Listen, I just never get it, man. I have faith in humanity. I want to think that most of us, and here's the problem, is we only see the people on the internet. We don't see everyday people. Everyday people don't give a shit. Everyday people don't give a crap that you've seen uh, everything all at once or whatever, right? Like, they don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? Maybe, like, in your friends, because you like movies, maybe I'll discuss movies a little bit. Maybe they care a little bit. Or maybe they'll suggest, you like, bro, you just got to see this movie if you haven't seen it yet. It's really good. That's it. But it's the internet, man. It's yeah. the internet, dude. The internet, the internet shows how dumb people truly are over and over mm -hmm. and over again. And each time I see it, you know, that that hope that I have in humanity uh, just keeps barely hanging on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro. Because, look, here's how it goes. Yeah. When you're in public or when you're with friends face to face, there's an outcome that could happen, right? Like you start screaming and hollering at somebody, you might get your butt whooped, right? There's a There's a consequence. So a lot of people walk around with like a little bit of a mask on trying to hide their true selves sometimes just because they think that's what the public would want them to be or that's how the public would want them to be. The thing about the Internet is, bro, I ain't got to have no mask. You ain't even got to see my face. You know, like my, my name on Twitter would be Douchebag69 and you're going to be like, oh, man, Douchebag69 sucks, man. Like, look at him coming at me and everything, but it doesn't matter. That's all they know. They don't even know my real name. So like. Now, why should I be wearing a mask? So I actually think that sometimes people on the internet are more closely resembled to their real selves than them walking around the streets. Because They're, on the streets, they, they fake who it. Who they really are at the core. Yeah. yeah, look, I live in Alabama, man. You think people's walking around the streets, you know, being pure out racist in front of everybody? Nah, but they'll go home and get on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Go on the message boards. Uh, no, with, with shit. A, like big Billy Bob, and then they'll like yep. say their racist comments there, but they won't say them out loud out there. So most people are fake out in the real world. I think sometimes in some cases, people are even more true to themselves on the internet because they don't feel like they have yeah. to pay anything. Isn't that an interesting concept of putting on a mask to go out into the world? Yeah. And then when you go go to your where you reside, you, your true self comes out. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. But um, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say on this. Uh, speaking of movies... The, the the Avatar, the upcoming Avatar movie that's coming out this weekend, I think is certainly going to be one where people are going to declare it the worst movie ever or the greatest movie ever. It's going to definitely have that kind of syndrome. Um, but one person already thinking a bit ahead, of course, is James Cameron, who has outlined and 
has gone on record saying that he has several sequels in the work, in the works for the Avatar series. Uh, talking with fandom, saying that Avatar Five will see quote unquote action on Earth, an Earth two hundred years in the future. I just got to know why are we talking about Avatar Five when Avatar Two hasn't even come out yet? We're getting it this week. Yes, it's probably gonna make what Dagan? You haven't seen Avatar Three yet. Bro, you suck. I'm the worst. You're trash. Yeah. You're a trash human being, Dagan. Avatar, you don't already have that in your top 10? Avatar The Way of Water with Blue People is not in your top 10 of 2022. How dare you? Uh, the movie hasn't even come out yet. Fuck you. Yeah, that's, How dare that's you? Twitter talk. Yeah. Film Twitter. But I don't have much to say on this other than, okay. What about you? I mean, here's a... I don't want them to go to Earth, like, you know, because I saw the first movie, like I said, the second movie hasn't even came out. I actually admitted that I'd probably go see it just because, you know what, it's one of those deals. It's kind of like an amusement ride. I want to go see what it looks like, you know what I'm saying, what it feels like. Yeah. The story might suck, but at least we know it's going to be, like, fantastical and all this stuff. But, like, isn't some of the point about Avatar is, like, that you're not on Earth? Yeah, I thought like, that, like, that some they, of the great they had things? kind of destroyed Earth and that they were out colonizing other planets. And Well, not even that. Earth, I'm Earth just saying, like, been left in the back burner. But it's not even yeah. that. I think part of the story is to be on these new worlds, seeing things that you yeah. don't see on Earth and everything else. So for them to Pandora. come back to Earth, yeah. I guess that, like, if you say it's 200 years from now or something like that, some crazy yeah. time period, maybe Earth looks like way different than it did, you know, like, that's the now, idea. obviously. Yeah. But like, well, that being said, man, I kind of won't. I, I don't see. I don't see the big deal in them coming to Earth. Like, I think the story should stay away from Earth. Maybe even go to a different planet. That's one of the cool things about Star Wars, right? Is like all these different style planets and different kind of sceneries and stuff that you may not see all the time, like on Earth, right? Like that's the point. Like that's. I don't want them to travel to Earth. I want them to stay in their galaxy. And I kind of want Avatar to stay out there in the world, like in that great fantastical like you know fictional world like coming to earth kind of okay maybe it could be cool maybe they have a good story but you know what we haven't even seen part two yet and this is part five that's my point it's like where why is james cameron talking about avatars five and six when he's already said like the avatar two has to be the highest the third or fourth highest grossing film of all time to even break even so like okay make make your two billion dollars first before we start talking about plans for for four more Avatar movies. But yeah, I again, I, I will go see it. I'll probably go see it in IMAX when I'm in New York in a couple weeks to get that experience. As you were saying, it's like going to the amusement park and, and getting on one of the rides. It's like, I'm never going to ride roller coasters, but I'm here, so I might as well try it out. Um, I'm not going to be in a screaming rush to go see it. But yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I don't have much more to say on Avatar. You want to move on to our last news story here, Justin? Let's move it on, man. We move it on. We almost been going for an hour tonight. Yeah, this one you might like. In a recent interview, Jackie Chan has confirmed that Rush Hour 4 is in the works. And he's also, this was when he was doing an article here for Deadline, talking with them about this new film that he's directing. So Jackie Chan's foray into directing, which is kind of interesting. It's a movie called Four Women, uh, which was released at the Red Sea Film Festival. So interesting one you don't maybe hear as much about. Um, but when he was asked about a fourth rush hour movie, he says, we're talking about fart part four, right? Fart 
Fart? R rush hour fart. Yeah, that's the that's going to be it. Uh, we're talking about part four right now, he told the festival crowd, adding that he was going to meet with the film's director this evening to discuss the script. He did not identify said director, but American filmmaker Brett Ratner directed all previous versions. However, Ratner has not directed a film since 2014. Uh, after, in November 2017, seven women, including actresses Olivia Munn and Natasha Henstridge, accused the filmmaker of sexual harassment and misconduct. So, oh, another one unlikely. Yeah, I think probably for the best. Uh, we, we won't be seeing Brett Ratner. So he won't be coming this. back. We know that one right so. there. That's a definite but, 100%. He won't be coming back. But uh, I got to be honest with you. I've never seen any of the Rush Hour movies, so I don't have a lot to say about this other than it's one of those, like, if it comes out and like it's like the Bad Boys movie that came out a couple years ago, people are saying it's really good. Like I'll be like, okay, I'll go back and watch the Rush Hour movies leading up to this one and kind of do like a marathon. But uh, what about you, Justin? Are you a fan of Rush Hour? Or are you I'm going to use one of my favorite. I'm going to use one of my favorite phrases from like uh, you know a pretty cool superhero out there. You know, Captain America. Boomers assemble because this is all <laughs> this is for. Okay, like you remember, Top Gun did great. Show after that, all I talked about was these idiots going to come out here and they're going to try to like bring back all these old things or whatever. This is definitely going to be a boomer set comedy. So if you're over 40, this is might be great. You might enjoy it. But I'm, these two guys are old as hell. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? They're going to like chase people down and like walkers and Jackie Chan going to be out there. Chris like, Tucker is uh, 51 years old. Exactly, uh, Jack, dude. Jack, like, Jackie I don't, Chan is bro, uh, you're too old is almost to 70. Kind of movie. Jackie Chan is 68 <laughs> years old. He's almost going to be 69. You're April. too old Holy to make shit. a movie where you're chasing down people and fighting them and everything else, right? Especially like, Jackie Chan. If you're older actor, whatever it is, no offense, you just need to settle guy, your ass down yeah. and you need to make movies that make sense for you. Like, so for instance, like if they made a Rush Hour 4, and brought in two new characters, you know what I'm saying? That like Jackie Chan and stuff was yeah, kind of overseeing as like a boss, or like he was maybe trying to like show him the ropes or something like that, you know, where he doesn't have to be involved in the action. When I watch an action movie and the guys are over 50, and, and one of them is clearly over 50, like it, I don't make no sense, bro. Bro, you will break your ass hip. Like you will break your hip. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not out there making action films, am I? My old no. ass is sitting on a chair no. talking about my opinion of a damn movie that I didn't even have a part of. Like, straight Bro, up, I'm barely in my 30s. It doesn't take a lot of, like, I, me I, moving around and shit. I like, get cramped now and up. I raise my hands and, like, maybe... I get maybe cramped get up going action. up and down the stairs. Like, I don't Bro, know. Bro, I'm just saying, like, I'm not out there doing that crap. Movies. Like, uh, these people should not be out there making movies like that. It no. don't even make sense. Uh, I kind of hate it. Like, you know, even, like, it's just like, bro, dude, like, this old, this old dude would break his leg trying to do the kick much less do the kick like grandpa I don't, jackie chan yeah yeah I, I just don't i don't get it don't understand it and the jokes are going to be stupid because they're going to try to like relive the old jokes from a time old period jokes. where yeah yeah yeah. no they're going to relive these jokes that are uh from that time period that like i said might be older to some of the it might be funny to some of the older crowd and everything else, but like the younger crowd ain't gonna give a shit, dude. Some of the young people that's like 20 or above might not even know who the hell Jackie Chan is, and that's a damn shame. Marcia? Jackie Chan is what? amazing. Jackie yeah. Chan yeah. is amazing guy. So, like, I do root for the guy. So let's say he's gonna be the one that directs this film. I hope it does great because Jackie Chan's an awesome person. Chris Tucker, I don't know that much about, but like he ain't really done nothing in a long time either, man. So it's not like these stars that has been doing things in the last 10 years, hit after hit after hit. 
you know, and everything else. They're, they're, they're coming back from the dead, basically. Like, bro, just stay down. Just stay down. Like, Jackie Chan directing yeah. a film. Jackie Chan directing a film, super awesome, right? Yeah. Like like you just said, that, that four women movie or whatever that's going to the festival and everything. That's super yeah. awesome. That's where Jackie Chan needs to be is out oh, there. He should be doing. Yeah. He, he's out there. He should be out there teaching a new generation like how to make films like he did, man. Because he, he did it in a not special Not rehashing a rush hour uh, from the 90s uh, kind of deal here. Yeah. I, I was the, So the last one was 2007. So it's been over 15 years since the last rush hour movie. Um, yeah, man. Which is just I, called I, Rush Hour Three. Let me ask you though, if they do go forward with a Rush Hour Four, is it like going to be the Top Gun Maverick thing where it's just going to be called Rush Hour Lee or Rush Hour Lee and Carter? Mister J the Six over here says Jackie Chan do no wrong, but yeah, I don't know if he does or should do his own stunts anymore. He definitely ain't going to do his own stunts. They yeah. would never be able to make the movie. Every week he'd be injured in a different way. Oh <laughs> shit! He pulled a muscle getting out of bed this morning. Damn it! Well, we got to delay it for. He's a almost week. seventy, for God's sakes. But like I said, dude, I love Jackie Chan. So, like, I am going to root for him, I guess, secretly. You know what I'm going to say? It's going to be like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, I hope he does good if they're going to do this. Because he's a great guy. I, he's oh, one yeah. of those few people him. that's I in this him. kind of space to where, like, you can actually generally look at him and go, damn, he's a great guy. He's never done anything oh, yeah. wrong. Never even he's heard just rumors. He's like the, the nicest guy on all the sets and everything. Yeah, Exactly. So, like, with that being said, I'm going to be kind of rooting for him. But, like, look, dog. Let sleeping dogs lie sometimes, man. Don't be trying to bring back everything because Top Gun Maverick did super good this year. Okay. Like, let's don't. Because yeah. this ain't this ain't Top Gun. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like a beloved and 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 cult followed movie, Top Gun, like it was from back in the day. Rush hours. Yeah, dog. I watched them and laughed with some friends. But you know how long I kept talking about those movies after I seen them at the tops, maybe two weeks, three weeks down the road. I almost forgot to watch the movie, okay? Even the ones when they were supposed to be good, Rush Hour 1, Rush Hour 2. I will say I did really, really like the last Bad Boys movie that came out. Uh, I I would be totally down with another Bad Boys over, I think, a Rush Hour 4. But see, they're borderlines. So, like, in those, in the, in, 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 in the Bad Boys series, the actors aren't so old that it doesn't make sense for them to be out there doing the thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Will so, Smith like, can, can still actually... be a cop and Martin Lawrence is pretty much a retired cop at this point. So, right. So like you can still sense. do those stories and still have yeah. fun with it and they can still get in some action because it still makes a little sense. They're not super old, but they're getting older themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they going to be doing? Bad boys in the geriatric clinic, like bad boys, <laughs> bad boy. They're, oh, we're going to be getting some Viagra. Oh shit. Yeah. Old there boys. we go. Like that, yeah. that, that, that's what happens. That's going to be Bad Boys 5. They're going to be in a boys. geriatric, they're going to be in an old Colin, folks old home. Men. Yeah. It's going to be bad a whole folks home. <laughs> and one group steals the Viagra. And then the no Bad country. Boys has got to band no back country together. For to bad get the boys. Back. No country for Bad Boys. Bad Boys, colon, no country for old men. Something like that. Yeah. They'd probably get sued if they did that, bro. Come on, <laughs> yeah. They used that rip title. off of the name of another movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, before we go here, Justin, I just want to shout out everybody who tuned in live today. Shout out our patrons. If you want to subscribe, patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. I guarantee it'll be well, well worth it. A dollar a month gets you in there in the lowest tier, and you can get in our Discord. And uh, part of what's cool about it is you can actually put articles for us to talk about on the show. So if you want to, if something comes out before Tuesday that you want us to discuss, and that we we may or may not uh, look at, 
as one of the big news stories of the week. Just post it in the movies tab or the TV tab on our Discord uh, if you're a patron, and uh, we'll talk about it on the show. But, yeah, man, I uh, also wanted to say happy holidays to everybody out there. I know that this uh, can be a really tough time for a lot of people, especially those that you know might be struggling financially or those that uh, may not be as close with their family members. And I just want to say that uh, they're – I'm lucky that I'm not in that position right now in my life, but I've certainly been in that position before uh, years ago when I was younger. And so I, I know what it's like to go through that. And I got to say that I'm I'm thinking of you this holiday season. And if you need somebody to talk to, you know where to find me. Shoot me a DM over on my Twitter, over on my Instagram, at DaganSB, D-A-G-A-N-S-B. And uh, I, I'm happy to talk with anybody, you know, about really anything if you're going through a rough time. Uh, I, I'm, I reach out to me and I'll, I'll talk with you. So I um, just wanted to say that, and uh, I will be taking a few weeks off. I'll be off this show for uh, until uh, after the new year, but Justin, I know you're planning on doing a show next week. We're doing so, at least next uh, week. Uh, might skip yep. the week after that, obviously, because it's right there at Christmas and stuff right there. So we'll probably take a break. There's probably not going to be a lot of news during that time anyway. There usually yeah. isn't. There's going to be a lot of people talking about, oh, these are my top tens of the year. Right. Every channel out there. Top ten Avatar. of Avatar. this year. Yeah. Movies of the year. Top Number ten one. list Avatar. of everything. Top, Avatar. Avatar. Top ten Avatar. workouts to do Avatar. for the beginning of next Avatar. year. Top ten, uh, you know, things like to uh, – to make this year top 10, there's going to be top 10, everything coming down the pipe. So y'all get ready for that on all your YouTube channels and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I might make one just to fill in, just to be, feel like I'm somebody, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to join in on a crowd. I'll make a top those, 10. I don't one know. One of those old YouTube shorts. See if you can get 10 in under a minute. Oh, there's a challenge for you, Justin. I don't, I think you probably do 10 shorts total. Uh, maybe be able to talk about one in one minute, but. Dang you. That'd have been a funny joke if I already haven't already done like 50 shorts so far. You know what I'm saying? I already did like 50 shorts. I already proved, already proved right I can talk channel. about things in, in a minute or less. But with that being said, man, like uh, Dagan said, uh, hope you have happy holidays and everything else. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Have a good time, uh, regardless of the fact of, of anything. Like, uh, yeah, just have a great time, man, and do the best you can uh, during this time of the year. And eat some ham or something. Uh, Drink come, some eggnog. Come Christmas. Have a good time. Watch some. Watch some Star Wars specials, baby. Watch, watch some Star Andor. Wars. If you haven't uh, watched Andor specials. yet, you better. What are you waiting for? Go fucking watch Andor. Go binge watch the whole series because that that's like probably number one TV show of the year for me. If we're doing top ten list, man. Uh, House I of the Dragon is for me, but Andor is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's it's up there, but House of the Dragons is number one for me. But until next time, guys. Merry Christmas and peace. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow when I move fast. And that's facts. Only I can make a change. Slowly take a step.